You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. No, I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. This is from <coughs> NBC News, and this is, of course, on our social media pages. So make sure that if you are interested in any of the stories that we talk about, uh, those are posted on our social media. So make sure they check them out. This, the headline for this one is, One Dead, Several Injured in Texas Church Shooting. Pastor killed... Uh, a pastor was killed and two other people were injured Sunday after a suspect allegedly disarmed the church leader and opened fire, authorities said. The shooting occurred Sunday morning at the Starville Methodist Church in Winona, about 100 miles east of Dallas, when Pastor Mark McWilliams, 62, found the suspect hiding in the bathroom. <coughs> McWilliams ordered the suspect... My Trez Woolen, 21, to lay on the floor, but the pastor became distracted while talking to his wife, who was with him at the church. Woolen allegedly lunged at McWilliams, took the gun from his hand, and shot him. McWilliams' wife, who was not identified, was injured after she fell while fleeing the scene. Woolen allegedly also shot a churchgoer in the back and shoulder while the man was running from him. The man's condition wasn't immediately available. Woolen, who was later apprehended in neighboring Harrison County after allegedly stealing McWilliams' pickup truck, could face charges of capital murder and other crimes. He's being held at the Smith County Jail in lieu of a $3.5 million bond. Smith said the shooting occurred after an earlier manhunt and high-speed chase. Woolen was a suspect in two drive-by shootings in the city of Marshall, about 50 miles east of Winona. Woolen fled when authorities spotted him at a gas station, reaching speeds of 120 miles an hour in a Volkswagen Jetta with a spare tire on it. This guy, is this guy Indian? <laughs> I asked. Oh, no, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that, is, that sounds like native dude right there. Okay. Uh, Woolen crashed near the church and fled on foot into the nearby forest. Authorities searched the area but only found a shoe near a creek, adding that authorities believe Woolen returned to the church early Sunday morning. McWilliams found him hiding in the bathroom shortly after 9 a.m. Smith said there were only a few people inside the church at the time. Authorities later tracked Woolen using an emergency communication system that McWilliams' truck is equipped with. Smith said Woolen's hand was injured in the incident, though it wasn't clear what caused the injury. And they said his motives remain unclear. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to unpack with this. There, There's so, you know, there's there's a lot and it's unfortunate. But one of the things that I really want to talk about and it, it terrifies me. That's why, you know, that's why you practice and you get good yeah. with it. Um, is having your having your weapon taken from you. Yeah. That's it. And and the worst part is that this pastor is the one that brought a weapon into the situation. Like there's not a weapon in the situation before that. This dude is unarmed running from the police. Like, you know, you, you, you know, this argument of the good guys with guns, everybody needs a gun. No, everybody's not trained well enough. Everybody's not, this dude wasn't even paying attention, you know, wanted to talk to his wife. That's just not something that you do. No, <laughs> you take, you do not take your eyes off of him. I mean, I, I don't know, like, it, this is, it's, 
This situation was made worse by having a gun. Well, and when you think about it, when you think about it, and this is something that they tell you in every gun safety class you ever take. It, it, it says it in the gun's owner's manual. Don't point that gun at anything you're not ready to kill. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And a lot of times, even even police officers, there's been studies <coughs> that say when they, um, a lot of times when they shoot, they'll shoot above. You know what I mean? Kind of above that person. Eh, maybe I don't want to hit, well, some cops. Some cops, like, take a dang AR-15 and freaking scarface it but um, just let it ride yep but um, <laughs> but you know but generally that's that's something that that they teach you in in safety classes in all of them don't point it at anything unless you're unless you're willing to kill that thing yeah and so my question is was this guy willing was the pastor willing to kill that young man Was it, you know what I mean? I don't know. Was, what, you know? And, and you know what? We're never going to know. Because at yeah. that point, that young man, that it was him. It was fight or flight. It was fight or it was, flight. It was, it was like, you know, it was, it was kill or be killed, basically. I mean. I think there's an argument that could be made for that. <laughs> I mean, is that self-defense? When you don't have a gun and somebody pulls a gun on you? And then you take the gun from them and shoot <laughs> and them? Take, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's, I mean, there was no gun in the situation until the dude brought the gun in, into the situation. Like, he pulled the gun. I mean, I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's completely nuts. There's a cat that's... Um, camped out on my porch so that's that's the rumpus over here um apparently these dogs have never seen a cat before uh but you know i'm so sorry hold on oh it's betty's brother it's 48 okay uh okay But, you know, getting back to that, uh, where do, where does that self-defense and stand your ground? I mean, we talked about that. And, and I mean, my gosh, this county sheriff, I mean, he's everything you would think a county sheriff in Texas would be. <laughs> These are capital, you know, this is capital murder charges and things like that. Oh, yeah. But if this guy, if this guy ends up with any kind of lawyer... I mean, maybe maybe he gets a he gets a public defendant that uh you know that wants to make a name for himself or something. I mean, there's there's some there's grounds for these charges to at least be brought down a little bit. I would think. I mean, this dude wasn't running around with a gun trying to kill people. He was he was just running. Well, they said that he was involved in a drive by. Yeah, he was wanted. He was he was wanted in connection. I guess you know. I don't know how much 
I mean, at, at that point, you just got to be in the car with somebody that pulls a drive by and you're an accomplice. That's true. I mean, really, like in, in all actuality, it's it it could be a bad choice hanging out with the wrong people the wrong night. And just being scared, like 21 years old, like, man, I can't go to prison. I'm going to run. But now he's looking at like. The death penalty. Fed charges or something, you know. He's probably looking at the death penalty. He's in Texas. He killed a preacher in Texas. And and here's something else too. He killed the preacher. And he shot somebody else like going out of the church, but he didn't kill that guy's wife. I'm sure he could have I'm sure he could have killed that woman. He could have wiped everybody out. He could have wiped yeah. He could have killed everybody. I mean, really. After he took the only gun. We don't know it was the only gun though. Yeah. I'm sh- I'm sure several of those well, they said there wasn't there wasn't very many yeah. people there yet. They were just opening the church up. Man, <clears throat> opening the church up and going to you know go to open the bathroom and found him hiding. So, I mean, we don't. I mean, we don't know what the story is going to be, but we know that attorneys by profession will try to twist that however they can to make their to make their case because as a defense attorney, all you have to do is, is bring up any kind of doubt. And if there is any doubt there, then the jury should by definition find you not guilty because it's not beyond a shadow of a reasonable doubt. I think that Texas juries are probably pretty gung ho. And when Oh, I'm look- sure they probably are, but you know, you 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 do what you can to try to, you know. Cuz th- is this a black is this a black kid? I'm going to say yes. I'm not and, sure though. You know, not from that place like how many how many black people are in that county? I don't know. You know what I mean? Is this one of those counties where Black people just know not to go, or you know, is this one that he just? I mean, it, it, there are some places that you would find yourself in that you would feel like I'm gonna have to kill somebody to get out of here alive. You know what I mean? Like, there are probably some counties in Texas that I would feel like that at some point. You know what I mean? Like, true. If if you got into a, a situation like that where you're brown and there's a bunch of white folks with guns on you. It's <clears throat> I I would hope that that he has a defense attorney, but I I doubt very number one, I doubt that there'd be a whole lot trying to pick up his case. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it seems like nobody would would want to try to go in there and defend his actions. I mean, he's probably looking at a public defender who's going to just try to plead him out. Oh, yeah. But, I'm sure I'm sure they will, but, you know. <laughs> but I but I agree with you. I mean, there is a case that can be made like, "Hey, where where does the the line of self-defense 
come in. Yeah. And we talked about it. Um, and you can catch up with the with that conversation wherever you get your podcast about that black lady that was in Florida and they were trying to serve a no knock warrant and she shot the police through the window. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to charge her with attempted murder and all kinds of things. It's like, wait a minute. She was standing her ground. Mm-hmm. Where, where where's the line? Is or is it not a line? Is it a is it a shade of skin color? Is that the line? Yeah. At one point, at what point does the ACLU get involved in these cases? I just don't know. I don't. Because I people, don't know. You know. You're not getting. You know. You're not getting a fair shake. And that's just that's just like purely speculating that the the dude in this case was brown. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's just we don't have a mugshot or anything. That's just pure speculation, and maybe that's like kind of racist or whatever. But that sounds like a black dude or Indian dude or Mexican dude or something. You know that? I don't know. Do you hear about a lot of white dudes getting charged with job buys? Um, no, but you know what happens. I mean, yeah, you know what happens, but I mean, I don't know. It just it, it doesn't come to mind, I guess. Well, when but, you yeah. when you hear it, when you hear it, that's gang activity, you know. Yeah, and and he is black. Okay. He is. Um, his <coughs> name is Mitrez Deontay Woolen. Okay. Yeah, and and he is. His mugshot is they they put his mugshot up since since the oh, story okay. broke. That I posted that right when it broke. And yeah. so there's a there's probably a lot more information out there, but yeah, now his mugshot's out there. So, um, and this kid, I mean, he, it's just it's like I said, I don't I don't know where that line is drawn. Yeah. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Just, just to playing see. just playing a little devil's advocate. You know? I get it. I get <laughs> it. See, if you would go back to if you'd go just just. Go sit for the LSAT. Go to law school. <laughs> no, I'm good on that. No. I watched you go through school like that whole time and, and studying. No. no. I'm good on that. It's I'm all good right. on that. It's all right. Thanks so yeah. much for tuning in. We're indigenous. We're independent. And we are them damn indents at Talk Jive Radio.